Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Insurance. It's something you may not think about until you have to use it. Insurance for county fairs is a bit different than the insurance you have for your home or life. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Robert Holmes of Spectrum Weather Insurance and Andrew Vandepopulier of Haas and Wilkerson Insurance specialize in helping people understand just what their insurance policy really means. Since the pandemic, there have been many changes to these policies that fair personnel need to be aware of. Well, many of the fairs coming out of COVID either were struggling to find insurance or just temporarily put it back into place. They really need to do a full review of everything coming out. Many of the fairs either pared down their coverage or did away with portions of it entirely. And they need to make sure they do a full top-down review. And that includes general liability, liquor, property, inland marine, auto, all the way down to work comp. One of those things that they need to really review coming out is what they are on the hook for in terms of potential uh, losses with entertainment and whatnot. And that's something that Robert can speak to. Yeah, a lot of the uh, artist contracts post-COVID have changed their language on force majeure clauses and things like that. So they're a little bit more tight on uh, guaranteed payments, uh, whether or not the uh, the event actually goes on. Um, industry standards uh, tend to go now if they're, if they're there ready willing and able to perform they will get paid and um, if there's something that occurs weeks prior you know their contract language is uh, becoming ironclad so you always want to look at uh, those clauses in those artist contracts and you know even negotiate uh, maybe better terms if, if you're able to do so. One of the things that we've seen in the last little bit is that a lot of the carriers have come out with exclusions, whether it be COVID or other types of exclusions. And you wanna make sure that you understand what you guys are purchasing as a fair board so that you understand as a whole, do we have coverage for what we're doing next year? Uh, we found exclusions for rodeo, motorsports, fireworks, uh, everything under the sun that you can imagine because everybody got scared during the COVID era. So make sure you have that discussion with your insurance professional, somebody who does this on a day-to-day basis. What are coverages or exclusions that fair board members need to be aware of as the fair industry insurance evolves? When it comes to the events, the inclusion of communicable disease has now been eliminated. You're not going to be able to find a, a cancellation insurance that um, will provide coverage in the event of a, another pandemic or you know even influenza or you know in the past there's been things like Zika and bird flu and things like that. That has all disappeared. You know, and the other thing too is depending on where they're located at and what happens throughout the year, you might see exclusions starting to pop up for things like wildfires. If it's starting to become a heavy wildfire occurrence year. And so the really best way to address that is, you know, as carriers start to provide those exclusions, as things change throughout the year, if you're looking to obtain your insurance early as possible before those become pre-existing conditions, same with drought and flooding conditions and things like that. So once you have your policy, they're in. But once uh, they occur, they're they're now pre-existing. But the COVID uh, and communicable disease exclusion has been the biggest change. The same thing on our side uh, with the liability. Obviously, rubber does the weather with the liability. There is majority of carriers out there have communicable disease as an exclusion. The problem with that is not necessarily that they 
were trying to exclude COVID, but the definition used was way too broad. It was a broad stroke definition that included Legionnaire's disease, E. coli, uh, foodborne illness, any really disease that could be passed from animal to animal. And as you know, we're all animals. So one thing you really want to ask is, is do we have coverage for those things, such as Legionnaire's and E. coli especially? And if not, why don't we? So how can we get that one back and, and what can we do to make sure that we are protected as a fair um, and as an organization? Why is it important to conduct thorough contract reviews, including entertainment, vendors, liquor, rodeo, whatever that may be, moving forward and more than once prior to the fair? Well, you want to make sure that as you work on your contracts uh, for your vendors and your entertainment too, but more your vendors and the, the subcontractors such as the staging or the carnival whatnot, you want to be very aware of what their coverages are. And are they naming you as additional insured? Are they indemnifying you and holding you harmless? If they're doing the indemnification in your favor, you're getting a certificate of insurance and you know that you're named as additional insured, you should be pretty good. Now, that being said, with the petting zoos, you really do want to ask the question, do you have coverage for E. coli? And if not, how are we supposed to be protected as a fair board? Is it solely through the indemnification or what's our other options when it comes to that coverage? Uh, Robert can speak a lot more to the entertainment aspect of it. Yeah, on the entertainment side, you know, we alluded to their, their force majeure language, and um, that's something that you really need to understand, first of all. And secondly, you know, the contract you're presented is not necessarily the contract that gets placed. So be sure to um, talk with whoever you're using to place your entertainment, or if you're placing that directly, make sure that um, you're open to negotiating some of those terms. Uh, because you can strike out certain things and, and still have your act played. It's challenging, but, you know, you really want to look into that. The other thing is look at what limits you are going to need for on the insurance side for cancellation because some of these artist contracts are, are very large. You roll in soundstage and light and other production, security, all of that stuff. And, you know, some fairs, especially larger fairs, it's well over seven figures a night. So um, even if you're still in the five or six figure range, you really need to understand that exposure. Many people think that, you know, insurance is when an animal gets sick, a person gets sick, something bad happens, but they don't always think about the weather also being an insurance factor. Can you touch on weather and cancellation when it comes to those events and how the insurance can help the fairs to still succeed? Because it might be canceled, but it's not a complete washout either. There's actually a variety of different types of, uh, of weather insurance, uh, some that do require cancellation and some do not. The most basic of policies is just protect yourself against a rainy evening. And that's really more of a revenue protection. Protect your revenue generated on evenings where you're, you know, you're relying on uh, gate entries, you're relying on per cap spends in the grandstand, perhaps the beer garden, the midway, if you have a split with your midway. And, you know, rain will really impact that as well as uh, in some locations, you know, high heat and humidity and those are all insurable perils and uh, I think um, you know the best way to kind of get a hold of that is maybe step outside your comfort level what you've been doing from a rain insurance standpoint for the last you know 10 20 years and you know look 
for some alternative coverages because things have changed quite a bit uh, than what was available uh, years and years ago. So, um, you know, you can obtain coverage for lightning and, and uh, you know, higher and lower amounts of rain and just all kinds of different new things. But it's really about protecting that revenue. And then, uh, again, for the bigger events, the cancellation, it's really about, you know, protecting your bottom line when you have to lay out those big cash guarantees and that kind of thing. So one thing that we've seen coming out of COVID is big market shifts and carriers are either getting in or getting out of the marketplace. And on top of that, you're seeing a lot of increases in different markets. So uh, everybody knows that there have been a lot of natural disasters over the last five years, and you're seeing the increases finally coming bigger and bigger on the property side. So be prepared for that. Secondly, um, make sure that when you're working with an agent or a carrier, make sure that they specialize in doing the events and fairs in particular so that at the end of the day, you have a policy that's tailored to an event that you're hosting, not just necessarily a farm and ranch policy that has been made to plug the gap. Use a specialist when you can, whether it be weather or liability, just make sure you know who you got. I wholeheartedly agree on, on reaching out to a specialist because some of the folks that I've talked to uh, over the years were, you know, they bought a simple rain insurance policy, but it's all based on an airport 12 miles away. And that is, um, that is insufficient coverage. Um, and there are much better alternatives out there. You just have to know how to find them and, and work with somebody that, you know, has that kind of background and expertise. That was Robert Holmes of Spectrum Weather Insurance and Andrew Vanda Populier of Haas and Wilkerson Insurance. They remind you to always recheck your policy each year and don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't understand. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.